Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Phil Beatty from Hartford City Church. This is our daily devotional podcast during our Daniel Fast that we are participating in this January. Today, I wanted to read a scripture for us to meditate on, to reflect upon, as we are seeking, remember, to spend 30 minutes a day in scripture reading, prayer, and meditation together as a community of faith. I want to thank everyone that's been joining us and listening to this podcast. I truly hope that they've been a blessing and an encouragement to you and also thought-provoking taking your mind and your heart in new directions that God wants to lead you, right? Because if we all want to grow, we know that growth sometimes is uncomfortable and we need certain things to challenge us, to begin to help us think in new ways. And when we begin to think in new ways and new revelation comes to us, then we can truly see change and transformation in our lives. 2018, we believe, is the year of visible transformation for Hartford City Church. So again, thank you for joining us and praying that God's presence would enter into us and we would be filled with more light and more beauty as God's presence increases in our lives in 2018. Today I'd like to read from the Psalms, from Psalm 26. The Psalms are a book of songs and poetry. This particular poem, song, is written by King David. Just a little bit of background. King David is one of the most interesting and important figures in the history of Israel and the Jewish people. King David was someone whose life was constantly in conflict and battle. He was always had something going on that was challenging politically or from a military point of view. He began his career being the one who was chosen to challenge the throne of King Saul, who was the king before him. So there was a lot of fighting and battles there. And then when he became king, he fought a lot of enemies around Israel Uh, and eventually established uh, Israel in a state of peace. But then even as he got older in life, his own children uh, began to fight and vie for the throne. So there was a lot of drama in King David's life. But it was drama on the scale of politics, on the scale of leadership, on the scale of, of those kind of things. It was very much like an ancient world version of Game of Thrones or House of Cards or something like that. So when David talks about his enemies... That's the context of what he's talking about. He's talking about people that are working uh, to bring him down from his throne. He's talking about political enemies. He's talking about other countries that are military enemies. He's talking about even his own family sometimes and the fighting that was going on in there and all of the drama and all of the intrigue. And so we come to this Psalm 26 and we see David expressing his feelings to God about what's going on and it's coming out of his heart. And even though his situation was specific and unique to him, I believe that we can extract principles from his situation, principles from the ways that he interacted with God that can encourage us and help us to grow in our faith and who we are in God. So let's listen to Psalm 26 from David. I'm going to be reading from the message version of the Bible. The message is a modern translation of the Bible, which seeks to put the ancient language into very modern kind of on the street terms. So this will be a little different, and it will be a little surprising, some of the phrasing, but it's a good way, again, for us to take a look at it from a different point of view, and then you can go back to it and read it in the version of the Bible that you're normally used to reading it in, and see the connection, see how this version just maybe brings out a different angle or a different side of what's going on. What I like about this translation is is it really brings to the forefront the raw emotions of what people are feeling, the way that we really feel inside. And it's not always pretty and it's not always neat and tidy, but it's honest and it's true to where we're at. 
So let's begin. Let's dive into Psalm 26 from the Message Version of the Bible. A David Psalm. Clear my name, God. I've kept it on a shop. I've thrown in my lot with you, God, and I'm not budging. Examine me, God, from head to foot. Order your battery of tests. Make sure I'm fit inside and out. So I never lose sight of your love, but keep in step with you, never missing a beat. I don't hang out with tricksters. I don't pile around with thugs. I hate that pack of gangsters. I don't deal with the double dealers. I scrub my hands with the purest soap and then join hands with the others in the great circle, dancing around your altar, God, singing God songs at the top of my lungs, telling God stories. God, I love living with you. Your house glows with your glory. When it's time for spring cleaning, don't sweep me out with the quacks and the crooks, men with bags of dirty tricks, women with purses stuffed with bribe money. You know I've been above board with you. Now be above board with me. I'm on the level with you, God. I bless you every chance I get. Isn't that great? Such a fun reading of this ancient Psalm 26. One of the first things I noticed is that King David wants God to know that he's not hanging out with the wrong kind of people. He understands that certain kind of people who live a certain way are ones that are not going to succeed in life and they're not going to be able to be in the presence of God and they're not the kind of people that he wants around him. He calls them in this version the tricksters, the thugs, the gangsters, the double dealers, the quacks and crooks, men with bags of dirty tricks and women with purses stuffed with bribe money. And I think if we're honest, maybe not at the same level as King David, we know people, though, that are like this, right? Uh, We know people that lie. We know people that cheat. We know people that steal. We know the double dealers, the double talkers. I love how he says the quacks and the crooks, right? I mean, there are those people that are just no up to no good. You know, the people are up to no good. Again, by the choices they've made, but they're just up to no good. They're always out to do something for themselves. They're always out to bring somebody else down. And you can never trust them. So the first thing I want us to reflect upon is it's important who we hang out with. It was important for King David because if you're the king, you got to hang out with the right kind of people. Because if you're hanging out with people that don't have your best interest in mind, then you could be in a lot of trouble. Now on a lower level, we may necessarily not have the same kind of concerns. But we know that when we hang around people that don't have our best interest in mind, that generally it's not going to end up very well for us. It might not be as drastic as a political situation, but certainly it's something that is not going to be a benefit to us. It's not going to be a blessing to us to hang around people that don't have our best interest at heart. And we know, some of us, unfortunately, from experience, that if we hang out with people that are doing the wrong thing, then we're eventually going to find ourselves in trouble. It's just the truth of the way things are. I know many people think they can hang out with certain people, they can hang out with certain Well, as the word says, thugs and crooks. But when you hang out with those people, it doesn't end up anywhere good. And David is trying to point out to us that that's not what God wants for us. God doesn't want us to hang out with people like that. God wants us to live in his presence. God wants us to live with people whose hearts are good. God wants us to be transformed and then in the process be transforming the people around us. So that if we do have those friends that other people might look at and say, oh, they're no good, we have a couple of choices. One is that we can begin to pray and see if God isn't doing a work to change their lives. But in order for them to change, we have to be that light and that witness ourselves. 
But maybe that's not where they're at at the moment. Maybe that's not part of God's plan at this moment. So maybe God is asking us to step away from certain people so that we can focus on him and we can do what we need to do for ourselves, right? I love the phrase, sometimes you got to do you. Sometimes I got to do me. And it doesn't mean I do that alone. What it means to me is that I do that with Jesus Christ, with the presence of God in my life. The last thing I wanted to point out is that trust is very important, isn't it? David seems to be pleading to God, trying to make his case before God that he can be trusted. He says, God, I'm on the level with you. And we know how important it is to have trust in all of our relationships. And so David wants God to trust in him, even as David confesses that he trusts in God. That's a big deal, isn't it? When we have a hard time with trust, we have a hard time trusting other people. And to be honest, we have a hard time trusting God as well. Because once that trust gets broken, it is difficult and long and hard to get it back, right? Because we don't want to be hurt again. Once you've been betrayed, once you've been hurt by someone, you don't want to open yourself up again. And many people, because of things that have happened in their life, they put that on God and they say, I can't trust God because God let this happen. And that's difficult for us to understand. But if we're going to have any kind of relationship with God, we need to be honest. We need to come out of hiding, come into the light and say, God, here's the situation. Here's how I feel. And then just as important, listen. Listen to what God tells you because God will speak through the scripture. He will speak through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit inside of you. And God will whisper things to you. God will show you things. God will guide your mind into a place where it needs to be. And sometimes it's hard for us to hear that. Like it's easy for us when we see someone going through a difficult situation to quote the verse, well, God is working all things together for good. But sometimes in the moment, we can't yet receive that or hear that or understand it. And that's okay because it will come, but it will come at its proper time. In certain moments, it sounds ridiculous to say that everything happens for a reason. And that's okay. And we should be careful not to just throw that around at somebody who's struggling. But we need to honor the process. We need to be present in each and every moment of our feelings. So we need to be honest with God. We can be honest with God because we can trust Him. God says He is faithful and He is trustworthy. And so we have to hold on to that no matter how we feel. And the same is true in our relationships with other people. It is so important to have people in your life that you can trust. And then also that if people trust in you, that you are a trustworthy person. And how can you gain that trust? How can you be a trustworthy person? How do you know if someone is trustworthy? I think if they're honest, if there's a person who can tell you the truth, and it doesn't matter if it feels good at the time, but if they tell you the truth, if they're honest with you, if you're honest with yourself and with others, then that is one of the most important qualities to be trustworthy. Trustworthy also means you keep your word. You do what you say you're going to do. So if you say you're going to do something, you do it. If somebody tells you not to say something, you don't tell anybody about it. You hold the confidence well. You do what you said you would do. You are honest and open with the other person and with yourself. That's what it means to be trustworthy. And so a great prayer for all of us today would be one, God, would you make me a trustworthy person? Show me how to be more honest and more committed and more faithful in all of my relationships. In fact, do that right now. Think of each and every relationship that is important to you and take the name of that person and say, God, help me today to become a more trustworthy person in this relationship. 
And then also ask God to give you people into your life who are trustworthy. You might want to think now of the relationships you have, of the people that you can truly trust and give God thanks for them right now in this moment. And if you don't have anyone that you can trust, if you're in that place where you're feeling very alone or lost or vulnerable, pray to God today and we'll be praying with you that God would give you people in your life that are trustworthy. Trustworthy because they have a confidence in God. They're open and honest with you. Pray that God would help you to surround yourself with the right kind of people so that together we can be a light and bring God's love to the whole world. Again, I want to thank everyone for joining us on these daily podcasts. This is going to conclude the daily podcast for the Daniel Fast. Uh, We are looking forward to Sunday. If you can join us at Hartford City Church, if you're in the city, we'd really love you to come and join us at 1030 a.m. 15 Vernon Street in Hartford. We meet in the Learning Corridor School. Uh, We're continuing to talk about Jesus being the light of the world and looking at a story that illustrates how Jesus is the light of the world. It's a story of Jesus healing a blind man found in John chapter 9. It's going to be an awesome service this Sunday, and we really warmly encourage you and invite you to come. And again, may God bless you today. May God's light keep shining in you until you are transformed to become more beautiful and more bright. Uh, May you find yourself to be a trustworthy person through the grace of God, and may God surround you with trustworthy friends. Amen.